Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out. And special thank you to our lovely patrons that help donate so that we can pay the editor to remove the swear words and silly things we say. Massive thank you to... Carlos Campos. Art Faulkner. Sam Dharma. Mikey Dread. On with the show. Let's Drone Out. Hello and welcome to the new year, same old LDO. Tonight you're joined by everyone's favourite Cody Kitten. Hello. The lifeblood of the show, Stephen. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Hello. The, you should never go full tars, Jack. Uh, the the king of the, the castle and somewhat of the dirty rascal drone junkie, Jem. Uh, <laughs> and still hasn't figured out after six years the (laughs) audio device my darling wife tony bonjour uh jen i hear that you've been uh running a a, a event people have been racing yeah see that's the thing i wanted to get away from the whole one day thing one day at a time it's just so much work and you don't get enough back out of it, you know what I mean? So not not enough not enough bang for your buck. You're not a one man, one night stand. Well everyone, I think I think this goes across the board. Like there's so many people that do these events and it's like three hours to set up and take down. Half of their day's gone, half of their evening's gone. Whereas like what we're trying to do is it's a permanent space and it's already set up. You just turn up and turn on. Yeah, ready to fly. And that, I think, gives it a lot more flavour. And we've got the, where we can help people. Do you see what I mean? Like, we do a lot of uh, set-up stuff. So a lot of new people come to us and they're like, oh, he's not talking, what's this beta stuff? Uh, yeah, and we get them over that first little hurdle. Because what you want new people to have is that bit of satisfaction. Yeah, I want this new toy. I want to play with it, and, and I want that little bit of satisfaction that makes me want to play with it next time. But what they're finding is problem, 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 problem. Oh, put it down. And next time, it's less of a learning curve and more of a learning cliff, isn't it? Yeah, you know, and they, they just don't. They get scared by that, and it freaks them out. And it's they don't know who to talk to, and they watch videos. And whilst videos are awesome, as soon as you get to one thing that's different to where I'm stood. The rest of that video is wasted because I can't ask you why my screen doesn't look the same as yours or, yeah, but what? where's that button? What tab did you talk about? You know, that kind of stuff. The rest of the video is wasted, I feel. So when they come to us, you've got a question, it's, it's answered and you can move on. Yeah, and I think we help people in that way a lot. Like we've had so many people come to us for sale. And they just, they come in, they don't really know what they're doing. Yeah. And they, or they've just, they're new and they've managed to connect the drone, but it's all over the place. And you start explaining about rates and 
I don't go too far with PIDs because that blows people's minds. But you start explaining about how to tune the drone to you and not, you know, you know, because my idea of 180 spin is how long and your idea of 180 spin is completely different. So that, those little things... For, for Muppets like me, it sounds like you're definitely doing a bunch of race stuff, but if people aren't familiar with you, could you just give us kind of a, a 10 seconder of, of, of what the race events are and where you're holding them, what, what the idea was behind this? Yeah, so what just it is is about quick. helping people get faster and learn how to fly, and I feel you're right. It seems like we're coming across fully race, and we're only about racing, but we're not. We really are about helping people from the very first start to become a racer or just come and fly for fun. So if anyone, you know, whatever skill level you're on, you're still welcome. It's not about racing, racing, racing. Yes, we do racing on a Saturday night and we do race practice on a, on a Friday night. Um, so we, we're, it's all like we're serious and the timer's on and everyone's interested in the thing. We do heats. Yeah, but the rest of the time, is pretty much open flying. We've got four channels like everyone else, and you just split your channels up and fly as many as you want. So are you just racing whoops, or is this indoor, like, mini quad, yeah, or what? Got, as long as you've got prop guards, we don't mind. Right. Yeah, that's the oh, only restriction. God, don't let guards Tony there with his massive thing and loud. Well, we're in a pen. We've had a couple of people flying some heavy 85s, 85 mil stuff, like trying mm. to give it HD. But it's heavy, and you're not really going to enjoy that. Mm. So you're welcome to, but we don't really rate that. Right now, my recommendation and the right popular thing is like a 65 size converted to a 75. So you get like a Mobula 6 or a Hummingbird, and you'll get a 75 frame, take all the guts out, put it on a 75, and throw 40 mil props on. And it's just fabulous. Yeah, so it's as a, opposed to buying a 75. So what's the yeah. difference? You, what well, you, you get different with, motors? You do get different motors. So you're going to plus most people have already got the 65. So we've got a few pilots that are pushing that right to the edge of that 65. Like Carby for one, Daniel Carbis. It's he that motor can't do anymore. Yeah, he's pushing it and it can't do anymore. Where's he going to go with that? So the only the next step for him is to take his guts out and put it on a slightly bigger frame and throw slightly bigger props at it, and he'll get a bit more bite and a bit more grip and a little bit more speed before he reaches that limit again. You with me? Mm. So that's yeah. quite a popular one at the moment. <coughs> um, see, look, he still thinks he can get another second out of it. He's damn fast, that boy. But like, there's there's a lot to be said about the amount of grip that you're not getting at 31 mil. Does that make sense? Yeah. At 31 mil yeah. is so tiny. You've got great motors. You've got great ESCs now. We're up to 12 amps now. Yeah. Um, like, you're not going to get any more out of that size of prop. Hmm. So the logic is to make the prop a little bit bigger. Right. Yeah. But you think going up to a two-inch prop is just overkill. You can't stop yeah. quickly enough. You carry too much weight. Yeah, that, well, that's now I need a bigger motor if I went to that kind of size. So I've got, I've taken a mare now, otherwise I would have shown you. So I made a, a Sensi frame, and I use a 65 mil prop on that. But that's 1,100, so it's 11 
04 motors and they're, they're bigger but they're slower so lower kv for that bigger prop and it's fabulous as an outdoor but you, you, when you put shrouds on those prop guards they do affect us we have to appreciate that mm. yeah um so what are you talking about any bigger than two inch yeah 40 mil are you indoors or outdoors because if you're outdoors i don't want shrouds on i'm not i don't like calling them ducks they're prop guards even on the whoops yeah so are you outdoors or indoors what are you trying to achieve with the drone would be the question rather than just a simple answer do you know what i mean mm, yeah um, it's not just a simple I that's the best I was just following that thread of like, oh, you, you need more prop area, so go from a 65 to 75, go from 31 mil or 35 mil up to 40 mil, get that bigger prop area. But then there's a point where to drive the bigger prop area, you, you're getting into too much weight. Uh, just Any trying to figure out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Any bigger, it just starts to diminishing. And now if you're going to fly the bigger, even bigger prop, now you're moving outside and you might as well put a slightly bigger motor on. So you're not the converting that I was talking about, just making a 65 into a 75 is lost. That conversation is a different thing once you get bigger than 40 mil props. Because anything bigger than a 40 mil prop, you should be slower than 22,000 kV. That's really fast for like a 55, 60 mil prop. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's too fast. Yeah, so you've got to slow the kVs down. So have you got... Um... Have you got yeah. any cars and stuff at race cars? Yes, yeah, so just cars. literally just whooping. All right, so here it is. Here's the bottom line and the coup. There's another site where we are on this site. There's a car racing place, Hertz RC, um, and they've seemed to have taken objection to us doing any kind of vehicle land-based thing. So whilst we was going to go super heavy on cars, just as much and FPV car racing, because I love it. Um, we're kind of restricted on that. But that yeah. doesn't mean we're not going to do it in the future, because we are looking for a new site. We was already looking for a new site, because this was a temporary six-month contract on this site, because on a golf... So tell us about the site, because I don't think a lot of our listeners would have seen it oh, firsthand. So Whereabouts is it? What type of space have you got? So the site's really nice. So it's West Mill Farm. It's up the A10 left on the 602, second left. Very easy to find on the A10. Um, for, for people that aren't familiar with the A10, where is that oh, in sorry, the world? Yeah, yeah, so the A10 would be, so North London, you've got London, and there's a main road that goes straight north out of London, and that's the A10. So you've got the A1 over here and the M11 on that side. You're heading up towards Potter's Bar, that type of area? Potter's Bar's the next junction over. So we're this junction, junction M20, junction 25 on the M25 is the A10. Right, right at the top. Okay. Great Cambridge Road, it's called. Got it. And it goes straight north. So you've got uh, a farm there with a big barn or something, or what yeah, type of uh, space? No, no, there's no barn. So there's a farm there, but there's loads of things on site. They've got an art place on site. They've got axe throwing and dog training and rope climbing and kiddie playground stuff, lots of other things. So it's nice and interesting for that. Um, and we've taken the ninth hole of the golf course. So it's a foot golf, <laughs> not real golf. Right. Um, 
and we've taken the ninth hole of the golf course and we've put up a blinking big marquee. Yeah, so it's a 90 foot by 30 foot marquee, pretty big. Mm. And if you show the picture, that's kind of the stuff that we put inside it. Oh, wow. Inside Ooh, the marquee there. There is that's a road. Nice There's a road there. So, so we're seeing a marquee with a lot of hoops. There's a, there's a little lit up road racetrack with edge with what looks yeah. like Lego or something. Roadway that comes, starts over there somewhere. Goes round the back of this tunnel and then round this way, and then returns and goes back again. Um, and we're just working on that. The RX is not quite working for us. Um, and then these buildings are different now. I've covered them. This so there's some cardboard here, buildings, whip yeah, gates in the middle. Well, you're supposed to go round the back of that, right over the road. I'll show you the video of the track in a minute. Um, mm -hmm. The pathway. We've got. An, a high tunnel, a low tunnel, we've got dive gates, we've got hairpins around trees, we've got high things around here, so we've got clouds at the top. Oh, yeah, it's clouds. Uh, yep. There's a little, nice. there's a stylized tree over here that you spiral around. Um, and then this thing here is the Tic Tac Flow, which is these. Enhance, boats. enhance. Yeah, enhance, enhance, try and zoom it in. There you go. <laughs> so that's Tic Tac Flow. So you've got three gates in a in a row in side by side and then there's three rows of that one behind the other mm -hmm. and they automatically change so it could really be so they light train. up one by one yeah arduino -y. could be straight here three this path could be three in the middle or three here or X does that or change from lap to lap then you have to like mm -hmm. guess when you get around to the lap uh Every 20 seconds, it changes automatically. Wow. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> and you can only go through the lit gates. <laughs> well, so if if you can manage, if you're all right, you can go through the lit gates. And when we're racing, I, I go like, he's got flow, like trying to give it kudos. Um, but if you're, you know, if you can't, just go through them. Because it's hard enough to go through three of them in a row anyway. Yeah. Yeah, three mm -hmm. of those, that's a real hard target for a lot of people to keep on. It's aggressive at speed but every 20 seconds they do change so it flashes two seconds and then changes and then holds for 18 flashes for two seconds and changes so we got nice. that kind of stuff going on you got power uh, and chargers and yeah heating. so all the charging is on us we've got a whole charging station with loads of different chargers there you just turn up and put your batteries in we do advise people put stickers on their batteries because they can get confused um there's pilot uh, lounge at the other end where you can just sit down and chill we've got simulators on the right hand side there's a little bar where we do teas and coffees and crisps and snacks and stuff um we do the build station bit is in the middle so where we got like big tables and you can just come and just build stuff and we help you out and do soldering lessons like soldering We've got soldier oh, irons on site, soldier irons on site, and solder for you to help you out. Um, we've even got a wall. Mostly, most of this I've got to give this to Carlos. Most of this was donated by Carlos, but we do put a lot in there. Of like, we've all got old stuff that we're not going to throw away, and we're not necessarily <laughs> going to use. So there's a wall of donatable stuff. So if you turn up and, oh, you might need a flight controller or you might need an ESD or one thing like that, take it from the wall, later on put something back. 
Put something else. You know what I mean? like we've oh, all got stuff we don't use, and that'll mm -hmm. that'll grow. You know, like we've even got backpacks and things, like things that people might need. New people to try and help them out. You know, um, just an idea. It, I think it might grow. Um, so yeah, so build stations. We've got simulators. We've got the RC cars. Like I'm saying, there's an all land track way enhanced enhanced over here that is actually an orlando track by, built my by my good buddy tom ashley um what's what's it. orlando okay so orlando. it sounds like what my sat nav said when it's trying to say orlando crawler yeah. stuff isn't it orlando is a a 132nd scale car a little bit like a tiny tamia so imagine Tamiya, but on a really small scale. Oh, right. And it goes over this landscape. Let me see right. if I can find it. Plus, I want to see the uh, the the uh, FPV car racing. Mm. Okay, I'll, do that. I'll, I'll put that on. So this is the FPV cars. Put that on. This while is I really cool. <laughs> and you've got the car on your desk to show us as well while we're doing that. that to kind of explain... Right. It was running over how this worked before the show, and it's pretty intriguing. It's not as you expect, is it? So this look how it looks so scale; it's unbelievable. Yeah, the vertical element is what I keep going on about. You the upright, so all right, it's just cardboard painted. Building. You're like, oh, it's a real city. It's a real city, and then all of a sudden, there's a giant it's monster in the middle. So the vertical element is what <laughs> makes the scale speed. It's what's making you believe the mm. speed of it. Yeah, yeah the little details do make it. You wouldn't, you wouldn't feel as nice. <laughs> oh, it's a monster! It's a massive head, <laughs> bloody <laughs> kaiju looming out the city. <laughs> Attack on Titan! The new racing Carlos. He was driving over the internet. Is that the Rosses? He is still driving over the internet. He's just going to pass me now, and then I start chasing him again. Uh, he's about to pass me any second now. But so he's yes, at he, home, you're at home, and you're yeah, racing yeah. each other. Carlos made his own system that runs on, I think this one is the ESP32 one. He made his own system, but he is that good. Um, and so, like, you can drive. He was letting people drive. He's got a track in his loft, and he was letting people drive over surrogate TV. Have you heard of that? No. Uh, yeah. No. I saw his TV. channel a while ago, actually. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. And he was letting people climb uphill as well over the internet using his car. It, it wasn't just cars. He had all sorts of bits and bobs that he'd FPV yeah. that he was letting people remote control, all sorts of weird games and tanks. stuff. He did tanks and turrets and shooting at each other stuff. Yeah. Amazing. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, just, it's very Carlos. Oh, the tank stuff was hilarious. Just these tiny little tanks and all with the scale scenery and stuff. It, it was awesome. That's really cool. For uh, people who are listening to the podcast, Jim is literally driving around his garage <laughs> to scale on a racetrack. It looks just so If big. you can imagine a really detailed little train track like a model train set, this is like that but with cars, and he's got mm. scenery printed out, so you're, you're driving past backdrops and a crowd with track sides. So storage containers under a bridge yeah. a tunnel with lights and stuff yeah. Yeah. 
Have you moved this to Racecastle, or is it going to go to Racecastle, or are you going to put this in your new event? It's the same track stuff. That's the one that you see in the picture before. Okay. Mm. Yeah, the one that's in the front and goes around the picture. It's the same Mm. track stuff. Um, And it's there, so we do a little bit there, but, you know, mostly it's flying. That's more decoration right now. It's even a Ferris wheel. Yeah, Yeah. I do have a Ferris wheel. This is incredibly visual, you know. It's, just, it's quite hypnotic watching you just go around around this track. In fact, uh, not great for our audio viewers, but it's amazing to watch. And I, I'm wondering, when it comes to quads, you you must have a pretty good spectator setup if you've got all this FPV stuff. What what kind of scoreboard and spectator video and, and things like that do you, do you have over castle? at Racecastle? At uh, Racecastle, yeah. yeah. So we use iLabs for timing, um, and so we've got one screen with just that that timings are on and we've got four of the you know the little sky droid that thing oh yeah 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 we've got four of those um and on another <laughs> screen and we've got a load of screens on site so so for people that haven't seen this before i should point this out this is a, an e-sheen dirt cheap uh, fpv receiver with yeah. a USB plug, and you plug it in, and it just comes up like a webcam on your PC. It's really handy for setting up analog FPV quads on the bench because yeah, you can just put it on your monitor. And yeah. I'll tell you, mm. I'll tell you what, we are finding they pick up way more signal than most people's goggles with rubber ducky antennas. Like, yeah. When everyone people are complaining, oh, Wi-Fi antennas. That thing, <laughs> But people are complaining wearing their goggles and we can see them on the screen. And they're like right next to where it's, you know, it's like you're not five yards away from where that antenna is <laughs> to where you are and you're complaining, but it's great on the screen. It's weird. Is it is it because they're using like um, uh, circular polarised on their goggles, uh, but you're, you know, it's a, a linear antenna on the... Uh, on the way on the... It could, be. it could be, yeah. It could be that they're using like patches and things, and, and we've just yeah. got that. Yeah. Need to chat to Menace, man. Menace there do is some one wonderful. Patch that uh, you can use. Yeah, li- linear patches. Because normally, normally linears, work, you only have to go like that far out, and your your loss is so great. Mm. Yeah, so, so that is their goggles, though. That's, to- you know what I mean? That's down to their yeah. goggle and what they're trying to put on it. Yeah. Loss. Is so, there any so lag people... with the USB to computer? Yes. Uh, there's a fraction <laughs> of lag. Yes. I've got to say, there is a fraction of lag. Yeah. Is it something you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want to fly with? But it's great for spectators. Do not try and fly. <laughs> I've tried to fly on this. It it's not good for flying, but it's just yeah. good for setup and spectating. It depends on who you are, and you know, like. Carlos could probably fly on it. I couldn't. Does that make yeah make more sense? Because like, he's used to driving on the internet. Yeah, he's used to a lot of lag. You know, he he can deal with lag because he was doing all that setup with. He was flying a drone in his house over the internet. Yeah, let people fly from wherever they was in Italy. I think one guy was. Yeah, another guy was in America flying a drone in his house over the internet. Just like a five inch around the living room. No, it's okay, mate. You'll be fine. You'll be no, fine. No, it was a work. It was a work. <laughs> yeah. and, and he did admittedly have his own little secret sauce inside it. Mm. Yeah. 
So there was his secret sauce inside that drone. He had optical flow and other things going on. Um, I'm just noticing in the chat that people asking about the opening times. Sorry about that. I didn't mention it. We are we're closed Mondays and Thursdays. It kind of confuses people, but I, I still run Drone Junkie, and I can I, I now made Drone Junkie, so I'm only shipping on Mondays and Thursdays. So yeah, I kind of work seven days a week. So Mondays and Thursdays we're shut at Racecastle, but the rest of the time we're open. Um, early during the day, if someone wants to come before 12, 11 o'clock, let us know. But early afternoon till about 10 o'clock in the evening. Um, Saturday and Sunday, we're there from the mornings. Uh, and Sunday, we're trying to make it like a family day where you bring the young younger kids. And recently, we've been doing a lot of stuff with the kids where we chase them around and they actually love it. Yeah. So we're chasing them around with the drones and they're like, you know, you know what it's like with drones, with, whoops, doesn't hurt anyone. No. Um, so they get involved and there's a slightly different thing. And if you've got kids, you can bring your kids with you and you can have a fly and we'll entertain the kids. And whichever way around it goes. Do, yeah. do you have a URL for uh, Racecastle? If you're thinking of moving premises, I think we've got some maps floating around in the chat, but if, if you're thinking of moving, is there somewhere people can keep an eye on your web right presence? Now, to it's, see what's up? Facebook. it's only the Facebook we've got right, right. now. Yeah, um, because we are going to move. And then when we do that, we're going to get to having a URL at some point, and yeah, obviously it's going to happen. Um, but yeah, right now, it's just through Facebook just to keep it in check in one place and so if somebody wants to come and, and fly there what's what's it going to cost them what, what okay so a session a session would be a day um and that's just 10 pounds for the day to turn up as a guest and fly Very but we are encouraging because um the bottom line is is what this whole thing is about is to prove that there is demand to show that there is something that can work along a gym type model where it's open 24 7 seven days a week and people will come at different times to just enjoy the facilities a bit like a gym um, so we do have a membership and it's 75 pounds for the rest of the season all right halfway through the season now um, but because we only got a certain amount of time left there so £75, you get a hoodie and you get open access. So you can come seven, eight, ten, whatever times a week you want to turn up and fly. Nice. Yeah. And it gives you half price entry to the Saturday night race event. So we do charge for a Saturday race event, but members get it in, get it for half price. Cool. Yeah. So nice. If you wanted to, like we've got quite a few members, some of them are they're in the chat, I can I can tell you, and they'll tell you themselves. They'll turn up and they'll do 30 batteries in one hit. And you, there's no way you can do that in it. There's where else you're gonna do that. Like mm. you're gonna turn up on a Saturday and have a load of batteries and try and do it in amongst the racing and it doesn't quite work. So the the midweek stuff is where you're going to get your stick time, your loads and loads of stick time. Yeah. And your newer people that want the assistance and the chat through and 
Like we talk to you while you're flying round and say, look, that corner there, you went and left it to fly out. If you turned a bit sooner or turn before you go through the gate, try it like this or yeah, you're rising early. Talking you through your flights is just as good because you are now reevaluating your own flight. And that's where you get to learn more stuff a bit quicker. Yeah, like you flying with purpose is what I call it. Yeah, like you know, I'm supposed to be going there. As soon as I'm going offline, I instantly know because I'm supposed to be going there. Yeah, so it's like, it's just a different way of flying maybe, I don't know. But the point being, stick time is everything. And I think it's very useful also to meet new people. And I think anybody Mm -hmm. who's out there and has... Um, been in with like a group of guys and rented school halls or community centres will know that uh, that is a, a pretty reasonable thing. 75 quid for a joining and, and having as much time as you want is you, you're mm. not going to get that anywhere else. No. Yeah, the only restriction is like if we've got eight people and we've only got four channels, you're going to have to wait for someone else to fly before you can fly again. Yeah. Because you take turns. Or you say to them, let me have three batteries and then you have three batteries because yeah. you're on the same channel. So we run channels one, three, now five and eight. And you choose which channel you want to sit on. So you come in and say, oh, I'm on channel eight. Well, There's no one fine. else on channel eight. Away you go. Keep flying. You know? So a bit like a pool table. When there is more people, you, Put your money down. you take you take your turns between your channels. Man, that's taking me back. The fu- I'm no, it's the fun flashbacks I'm having with... 10Ps on the pool table and on the arcade machines. Yeah, that was me. I put those pool tables into the arcade machines. (laughs) 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 And now I'm doing it in a big tent. Friday Um, nights. That's nice. I I feel that the community thing of it is the bit that we're trying to give to you that, you know, we're there for you. We're just as interested in you flying better than you as you are. Yeah, we want to help you and you want to come here and fly yeah so it works really really well as uh, for both sides for newer people yes we've got some damn fast people and i want to show you his video in a minute because it's going to blow your mind how fast this boy is uh and he knows who i'm talking about and he's already commented i don't want to say his name until i show the video <laughs> yeah um but he's really fast and it's I, if you've got people like that prepared to talk to new pilots we're going to win. <coughs> yeah. And it's like, he's there ready to talk to a new pilot and tell him, help him through and say like, look, you're doing it like this, or I do it like that. And they can see the differences. These are the kind of things I think we're going to, where the, the model works that you're there all the time is the point that you're supposed to be there you know, all the time. This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears, all thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. This is Carby's video and oh my word. So this is from a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. It's like a flying like a five inch, that thing. 
Oh, it's crazy how he. Right, we need some commentary, Jem. Jem, talk, talk us through. Right, he's going through a hole, another hole. <laughs> another he's hole. going through he's gates really hole. quickly. Yeah, this is. Double blind through race control. See, I can't even That's talk amazing. fast enough. Back through the back over the tic tac toe to spiral the tree into the gate, into the goals. Now he's in tic tac flow. He's got flow. Into the red glass, straight over the timer, and that's it. That was a lap. Bloody hell, that is quick. Like, that's quick. And there's wow. there's no room for error on those corners, no is there? Or she went to the wall. Like my if fun, you... my favorite parts. So this is Martian doing the same thing. But on that last one with um, Carby, is if you look where he goes through race control, it's a double blind. So it's blind going in and blind coming out. So I'm just trying to line it up. It's pure muscle memory doing that then. And it is just pure mm. muscle memory. It goes over here, then you go around again, and then you come dive gate, round the tree, bang here. This into race control, that line there is blind going in and blind coming out. <laughs> and all you're looking yeah. at is lights some of the time. There's nothing. There's nothing to see. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's just there's just a, a tiny little gap in and out, and you just poof. So we've changed that now because it was a bit hard to keep out of race control because they kept flying yeah. through. Um, now you go a different direction. And so I've put a new couple of things up. Uh, that's Martian. If we can let that carry on rate flying. Um, it's those uh, tunnels that always get me, trying to dead stick it through the tunnel and not twitch and hit the walls. Always, yes, always natural wall. Tunnels, but we love it for that, that exact reason. For the twitch these look so different to what when i was flying whoops they just look so much yeah smoother. it looks like a five inch doesn't it mm. whoops used to be the case of like you sort of potter around a bit and they were sort of super underpowered weren't they and just sort of flying around was good enough but now yeah, it's like no, these are proper racing in, yeah. machines now oh, look, a right changed a bit oh so there you go. That was a full, <laughs> full on attack and i'm still here yeah. to yeah <laughs> They've been working on that power to weight ratio for a few years. It means the flight time is getting longer, though, which is quite nice to see. Like you can have a 300 milliamp and race for more than like 90 seconds. Yes, yes, they they are getting into the three minutes ish, just under the three minutes at this kind of pace. Like what is this? One S or two S? This one S. One S. Bloody hell! <coughs> Excuse me. Are you um? I like that design as well. That's a nice design. Um, Thank you. So is this... I've just put this in. I've just installed this. Are you... Um, I like that What's this for our audio viewers? Um, so this is a, a ladder and a dive cube. Nice. A ladder and a dive cube. And, and that's something else you wouldn't have been able to done, do until quite recently, right? Trying to do a dive with a whoop used to just be the kiss of death, Couldn't right? Because they couldn't pull out of anything. But now you, you're able to actually do that, you say. Uh, yeah, they, they're very more than capable of doing that now, of being able to pull through this little loop, yeah, where you dive and go flat straight straight away again. Um, they're, they're so much better. Like, they've been so refined now. Mm. Like you say, it's almost like you're flying a five-inch. Yeah. They've got that kind of like pig-tuning mindset. And especially in capable hands. People like Martian, people like Carby, Albert Fitz, there's a lot of really amazing pilots out there that amazing. are capable of doing it. So if you're a five-inch pilot, no longer is Tiny Whoops a different thing. Like a lot of five-inch were like, oh, it's a Tiny Whoop. It doesn't fly right. Oh, they only yaw. 
yeah that's gone like now. it now yeah it's gone they, they're, they're they're diving proper full-on diving you know there's a it's a new way of tuning i think project mockingbird more than anything drove that line of tuning for whoops that was the spearhead wasn't it saying you can yeah. do better than this yeah and now people are like well oh, oh, oh look it is possible and they are really really tuning them up and it's just amazing what, what, what's the what's the hardware limitation what do you need to uh and more than anything amps huh? amps is the big issue i think in the whoops and they was on like used to be on like two amp now they're up to like 15s 12s and 15s like they're they're able to provide it to get that spin up because it's it, you remember back in when the inductrix first was the inductrix and it had this rubbish little mx plug yeah remember that the tiny yeah. little plug from horizon hobby mm. that became a bottleneck for power and i think the same thing happens in works is that you, you when your ESC can't provide enough guff to turn that little prop at 25,000 revs it's not actually turning it that that motor may be 25 kV but it's not actually doing 25 kV because there's yeah, no because your voltage is down at two and a half volts the instant you punch yeah, the throttle there's no guff going into it and that's what I think is what they've refined so, so what connectors are, are being used to, to get the more amps through? So on the screen, that's my favourite plug, is the MCPX. Love this plug. Oh, oh you see, you've not gone for all one. this hype of GMB27 no, and the no, beta no. FPV, whatever. No. I think that uh, the beta one I object to really, that's the reverse pluggable. I, I wouldn't touch that with a barge uh, pole. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, yeah that's so the first G territory. Yeah, that is the actual best. That MCPX, the JS2 2.0. PH 2.0. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the best one with solid pins, so you can get a folded pin or a solid. That's pin. the crimped one. So you uh, want the one that's just a bit of a solid bar and not a crimped a pin. Solid bar. Yeah, so there's one that's like folded round, and they do lose it a little bit. The one that's a solid bar is the right one. And how long how long are these batteries lasting? You say three minutes um, ago. You but can how get much over three it? minutes. If you're not that out of hell, you can get over three minutes. But these boys are going from zero to full chat and zero, or they're at full chat for long, so long. Mm. They are kind of what? killing them fast. Yeah, I was going to say, the battery's probably 1S, won't last very long, will it? Well, you've got 25,000 <laughs> <laughs> they're over two minutes because we are getting threes and four laps 50 charges and they're dead yeah how many charges are they lasting mm-hmm. all right so let's talk about that for a second uh who what do you know about batteries that? are available at drone junkie <laughs> yeah yeah we sell batteries um so normal batteries what they do is like see this little bit of paper normal mm. battery is like this on a long sheet and they roll it up like that and the paste is all like this, and it's rolled up into a tube like this, yeah? Nitro Nectar have got little sheets, individual sheet plates, stacked up. So it's a very different technology. It's akin, akin to the Tesla one where they're folded tabs over the top of the can. Oh, don't that? talk to Jack about Tesla. He'll go off on one. All right, don't do that then. But So Nitro Nectars are awesome. 
because they're stacked plates and they're not just one long sheet rolled up. Right. Yeah, because if you because the way that the one long sheet rolled up, it's got a tab at one end, and all the power has to exit from that tab. The stacked sheets have got a tab on each stack, on each layer. You're losing me. I, I thought those nitro nectars were just a newbie drone rebrand of something else. No, well, they, they're not. They're they're a new way of doing it. So, which seems to be working. Plus, the bottleneck thing's gone right, as well. So, then. so normally, you get a sheet like that. Yeah, the dielectric, the plastic inside the lipo, and they put all the paste on the top of it. The actual thing that holds the charge, the lithium. Yeah. And then they roll this up. They roll up the sheet like that into a little tube. And they've got a tab at the end. And that tab is your negative or your positive. There's one tab each. Yeah? Mm -hmm. So what has to happen is all the electricity has to come from here all the way along there to get to the tab. Whereas nitro nectars are little individual sheets like that stacked on you top don't of the paper. Yeah. The sheet is now torn into strips and layered up. And, and all of the tabs are joined here. So you've only got this much distance to go with your electric on each sheet. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or is yes. it more confusing? But it only travels the speed of light, Jim. It doesn't yeah. weigh anything either. It's not the, it's not the electricity that moves. It's it doesn't weigh anything field. either. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm sure so, yeah. a charged one weighs a tiny bit more than an uncharged one. <laughs> <laughs> whether or not you believe in the electron, doesn't it? Yeah. Depends on whether or not you believe in that. Okay. Um, electron denial. Are we going to show? The, <laughs> are we going to show the car? That's the car we were driving. Yeah. So now. back to the FPV car you were showing. It's a drift so, car, right? An unusual drift, drift car. A, so it's a company from Germany called Drift. D R exclamation mark F T. Is their oh, name edgy? Yeah, very edgy. And they've got four wheels that are not powered. These four are not powered, but these two in the middle are powered. And then this crown wheel is powered. So I the boat turns the front like that when I was a kid. So the yeah. crown is linked to the, the steering wheels. The crown is powered, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then these wheels are individually powered, these two in the middle. Where is yeah. it? There and there. Yeah. yeah. They've got motors. So there's two motors inside this crown. And then that is a metal body. They do plastic body ones as well. And of course, we FPV it. Yeah. Nice old BM, that. Lovely. So, the, yeah, the body is actually made by Mini Champs. I don't know if you know Mini Champs, but they've been making shelf queens for years. You know, like the, you, know, you buy the car and you sit on the shelf. Well, so I know in that video you were doing racing. I was wondering what it's like to drift FPV because I remember uh, our, our pal Lurgy was trying to get this and he was trying to get the camera to move in the direction of where he wanted to see. So he was drifting out, but of course that would send you looking at the wrong direction where you really want to be looking ahead of the circuit. Exactly the problem. So yes, yeah. it must drift, but you're looking in the wrong way so you get right confused. Um. I had an idea for how to fix it, but I'm not an engineering video person. Um, but yeah, you could have fixed it somehow. You're right. You need to look that way. You, you I could do like, easy. 
the easy way is a sort of opposite servo with the camera. No As space. you turn, it goes the other way. There's no space. No so space. Idea, yeah, that is tiny, isn't it? My idea was to get a super wide screen camera and only show you a portion. And as you turn, it shows you the other portion. Hmm. Ah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't hear the camera. Uh. Yeah, I'm not sure quite how. But yeah, the, the issue with it is that you can't see the way you want to see. But for racing, freaking awesome. <laughs> Couldn't you uh, mechanically tie the camera to the steering mechanism itself? It's, but where, it's just, where's it going to go? Where's that servo going to go? in there no no i mean like you've got so you've got the turntable below the car you could just cut a hole through the car chassis and fix the camera onto the turntable on top of this turntable there's five or six circles and buttons that touch those circles oh okay right yeah so they're touching it you know what i mean like a this sounds like another Stephen challenge after Sorry. after taking the I can fly wing with a quad. Crap here. Yeah, <laughs> now you can have that one. Yeah, I can put head tracking on a one thirty two scale car. One forty three. One forty three. Even smaller. The one forty three. That one. What you do with Jesus. it? It counts, Jim. Don't worry. <laughs> I didn't get that. What was that? <laughs> Missy, you have to listen to podcasts for that one, Jim. Well, I'll, I'll listen to it back later. But yeah, we have it's to be everything. Joke. We, we, we right. have to be everything here. So if it's you know if it moves, we'll put a camera on it. So <laughs> how long? Um, how long is is Race Castle just open for winter because it's like no, winter it's whooping, good. or are you going to open it up when you move venues for the for the summer coming? Hundred percent. So we are looking for a new venue, and when we move to a new venue, yeah, we're going to do mini quad, but I'm going to be pushing three-inch racing. I believe that three-inch racing gives the most value for your money in racing. You get all of the speed, all of the manoeuvrability, all the control of a five-inch for a third of the cost. Yeah, it's true. You know? It's crazy. Why are you doing five-inch racing? It's non-offensive at three-inch. Yeah, it's so much. You you crack, you break less. You crash a five inch, it's something's broken. You crash a three inch, maybe you break a prop. Mm. Yeah, why are we not doing it? I don't get it. It's just as fast. We've had so many races, and if it wasn't for the size when you hit me, three inch and five inch are competitive side by side on the same track. The only time it's not is when you've got a long passage between corners. Mm. the only time a five it's, inch it's the spectator i think and five inch still kind of fails on that regard because it's too small for a, a camera to really track it third person and three Sorry, people are like oh three inch is too small you can't see where it is but you can't see where a five inch is when it's moving at pace anyway that was the point that's why dr's got seven inch with leds stuck all over and a huge plastic shell on it yeah they went to seven inches a funny size but it's very visible so if we're going to talk about spectators, can I mention my thing for spectators is that I think we should maybe go to head-to-head racing and forget all this four-up racing because it's just so damn confusing. You know, like we did a lot of head-to-head racing when I was with Hertz guys, the Hertz FPV guys, um, before we started Race Castle. And I've never seen... At any other race meeting, all of the other pilots get up and, and watch each other's racing 
and get involved and go ooh and ah because they could see blatantly who was in front and who was behind. It was that obvious they was all straight away involved. And because it was a head-to-head and a bit like a grudge match, I'm challenging you, it kind of gave it a reason. Mm. Yeah, it was like Cobra Kai over here. I, I think yeah. you want to call it Thunderdome and say two quads enter, one quad leaves, something like that. <laughs> then it would work. But it's just yeah. so much like nicer that. to watch. It's great to watch. Straight away you see who's in front. There's no question. You can follow them around. Yeah? Whereas when it's four at racing, who knows? No one takes any notice. I watch them. I go to race meetings and I look at pilots and they couldn't care less what's going on other than that if they're faster they're over there doing their own thing but when it was head to head they're all up watching it what does that mean that that works well as sort of knockout thing as well doesn't it because you have all your pilots lined up you do a random draw and they go head to head and it comes down to a final yeah we'll win and it worked out worked out really well they was enjoying it so there's a few things i'm going to push but that doesn't mean i'm not going to have five-inch racing or whatever else it is. Yeah, the norms. I'm, to be honest with you, really looking forward to making the look of Racecastle in a bigger scale. That's what's exciting me. Yeah? As much as the flying of it. I'm not going to race. I'm not going to beat anybody. I'm not going to win the championship. But I'll build you the course. Yeah. Yeah? Which you've done before and we really loved. Quite a few, yeah? Thank you. Um, But I want to give you that look that we're doing where it's features rather than gate, 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 flag, flag, gate, gate. Yeah. I'm trying to make you features. A bit different stuff. Like you see there in in Racecastle. Where are you looking to... um... To move. Where, where are you looking to move? Do you know yet, or are you, is there areas you're looking? Or we are looking. I'd like to get halfway closer to the M25. From we're in where, so it's like ten minutes out of London. If I can get five minutes out of London, I'll be happy. Because there's a lot of people in London that are, it's just that bit too far for them. Hmm. Yeah, um, but I, I would do any kind of racing. Like I'm recently been talking about tanks and stuff. So if I put a camera on it and we can have fun Drift with it. Tank. Drift tank. Drift tanks, battle tanks, battle but tanks, FPV battle say. tanks. It's not, that's yeah. never been done. So if we can, mm. you know, if we can do stuff, I'm the battle tank and how we're going to make it work and how am I going to build a village really excites me. These are the things mm. that make, that gives me the kick. Because I, I wouldn't think... want it to just be in a field. I'd have to have little buildings and hills and things for you to hide behind. Otherwise, what are you doing? I've got an an FPV ripsaw under the desk here. I can't quite reach it, but I've always been looking for some sort of course that I could race that around on. Slightly different to a car course, just something to let rip with that. Might be a giggle. Yeah. So these, what I'm looking for is, I don't want to say playground for big boys, but kind of, if you want it in a sentence, is that, you come to me with an idea and say, look, Jim, here's the idea and we want to do this and we've got the space. Yeah, why not? Well, I think someone, I saw a comment earlier about do you have a crawler uh, yeah, place, yeah. which which is a, well, would you would you have a course for that? Because that's <laughs> really interesting to try FPV because you, you really yes, have to sort yeah. of think, where am I? 
I would like to do what I would, my little dream place would have a bit of foresty next to us, and I would like a trail that you're FPVing in and out through the forest and back out again, like a set place. It's just it's not hard to do. <laughs> I don't think it's hard to make that. But there's your set trail, and then the next step would be to send that off autonomously. So you you know you do like your big track, program your track, your crawler, <laughs> and send it we, off. We might have to mention what a big track is for people under the age of fourteen. Oh, yeah, for the youngsters. <laughs> yeah, back in the day, our toys were. Oh were yeah, I always wanted that thing. Oh, it was a great toy. They had a little keypad on the top that looked like a little calculator. Yeah, I remember it. It's yeah. a little number pad on the top, and you tell it to go forward ten to and program right. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if anybody had the big track and the trailer that would go yeah, along and had the trailer. that was had that was some track. bits of programming that to to get that through your hallway into a different room, deliver something, and come back again. Yeah, didn't have the trailer, but yeah, the big track was good. And I'll tell you something: either they've shrunk, or it was a lot. <laughs> it was medium track. You, small you track. got bigger. Like, I got bigger, but it's so much smaller. It's not even. Like one eighth, it's not even biggish. <laughs> it's just like a yeah, medium big. But like, so look it up on YouTube, everybody. With waypoints and things like that, I nav. That's what we're doing with these, actually. So these two big jobs here, they're very cheap. Not like we're buying expensive gear. It's not about expensive. It's, what's good about this is the height of the drop. Where are you? There you are. Yeah. Is the height oh, yeah, of the that some stuff um, and then we're going to send this off autonomously. Lee, my my co-founder, um, has already nearly finished his one, and he's got iNav on it and all that, and smart return to home. Yeah. yeah I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What if your car had got a wall for ten minutes so the battery runs out? Yeah, I think it wasn't the idea with with Inev, If I'm right, return to home on crawlers would just like go straight towards you. There was an idea, the smart. I don't know if it's there yet. About basically repeating the way it came, basically turning around and going back exactly the same way, which is pretty pretty smart if that works. Sure, if you're a plane, but if you're a car, <laughs> you went downhill and returning's uphill. Does that work? Well, as long as it knows the coordinates, if it's lo sort of logging coordinates of where it was long and lat and tries to go back it. that way, that that could work. It's gonna, things, there's going to be room for error. Gates can open and gates can shut and things <laughs> like that. I think, I think that would be interesting to watch. The other thing the is that if you notice those, they kind of don't, they don't do a smooth mm. turn anywhere. They, do, they go and then they do a sharp turn and go... It's like they overshoot a little bit and do a sharp turn. Right. Kind of overshoot a little bit and do a sharp turn. Will that work in a in a track? I'm not sure. T Tailspin brings up it, again for very old people that had used to go to school and had BBC Micro. If you remember the Turtle Graphics, it was the same oh, sort of thing. Oh. You had to program it to go forward, Logo. turn, and turn right, and then you could draw pictures on your screen. That that Sometimes. almost stopped me being interested in IT whatsoever almost put me <laughs> off having a career in IT that because we had a computer science teacher who, who insisted that everyone should learn ACORN but he didn't really know anything about computers he was just a maths guy and so he like spent all his time telling us about drawing stuff for this turtle and nothing about actual computers yeah. very frustrating 
very similar computer teacher. He told us to go and be a bus driver. Which is oh, there you are. Right. Aim high. Aim high. Yeah. There's yeah. no future in these computer yeah. things. Be yeah. a bus driver. That's what you yeah, want. Bus driver. He was, he was serious. For like my my um, homeroom, I had a a science teacher, and he didn't didn't believe in global warming. Was your science teacher Tony? Did he think it was flat as well? I can send you links to prove it's global warming. There's a lot of people that don't believe in global warming. It's a left wing conspiracy. I think it's natural. It's a left wing conspiracy. Made up by uh, he, he left and became a pilot. It's yeah. just a way to make money out of thin air, bros. What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> oh, I'm finding the this disclaimer: you know. we don't believe in in any of this rubbish that we spout. Yeah, sorry. Um, I'm up for doing a Linux challenge. I'm, I'm thinking about dailying Linux. Can you can you think about a, a distro for me? Just start with Ubuntu. It's easier. Don't don't try and be fancy. Just stick with something that's simple. And Ubuntu don't don't get involved, Stephen. Walk away. You can't it may really be too late. I, I was gonna I was gonna immediately try and steer us towards tiny racing with the new Diatone FPV car, which is a one seventy six scale tiny thing. I thought that looked unusual. I'm disappointed? Am I allowed to be disappointed? Yes. Am I? What are you disappointed in? In the Diatone FPV. Let's just stick a camera on top of a car. Let's really take yeah. no effort whatsoever and not even try. Let's just get a stock camera and whack it on top of a car that we've cloned from someone else. Well, I had to say, when, when I saw it's the car, tradition. I thought the car was interesting. When I saw it with yeah. the FPV camera, I thought someone had just like, oh, look, I've put a camera on it for a, for a bit of a yeah. laugh. I didn't know that was going to be the product because it does look like the camera is about the size of the car. It's and and if you look at TBS, they've still got an FPV kit that converts these size cars and actually yeah. conceals the camera inside the body with a tiny, tiny camera, which is, is possible. a much neater solution. Well, and if it's possible for a home solution, all right, TBS, all right, Trappy is very good, but for a home solution, then it's possible for a factory. So for me, that's super disappointing, and they're going to charge good money for that, and people are going to say, oh, yeah, it's great, but it's not. It's just, sorry, it's a poor effort. Fair enough. I mean, I'm inclined yeah. to agree. It, it it is a bit of a clone product. It's an interesting clone product, but it's a kind of a, a totally lazy clone from Turbo Racing. That's that's totally. Yeah. That, that's a There's been a couple of them recently, though. This isn't even the first clone. There was another one that was a like a little four by four truck that came out, wasn't it? A couple of weeks ago. They've got a mini. They've got a RX7 and a little monster truck. And all of these come from Carlson. So way back in the day, probably about 15 years ago now, a German company called Carlson made a bus, a VW bus. Yeah? And that was fully proportional, and they were selling them for really expensive money. Um, and I think their contract must have run out. I did have one here somewhere. But a 176 bus, VW bus. Um, no, I must have taken it to the castle. Um, and that now, that same technology for the steering 
with what the whole issue is with the steering, um, is now Turbo Racing's new, new uh, Mini and then RX-7 and now Monster Truck that you've seen. Oh, that's interesting, yeah. So everything I, I never, something else. It's very hard when you're looking at products that have come up of being invented kind of the other side of the world to actually figure out which one was the first one. It's uh, interesting to yeah. actually hear. This was made by Carlson. One eighty-seventh. Oh, all they've done is just pick a slightly larger vehicle and put it on the same <laughs> physical size chassis, chassis, haven't they? Yeah, the chassis is very, very similar. What's yeah. similar is the steering, the way that the steering works with a motor and half of, well, actually a quarter of a gear. Imagine a quarter of a gear spur mm-hmm. got teeth, yeah. and that's the the servo is in the shaft. There's no box for the servo, so that was the first that beautiful little thing. Um, and now turbo do it anyway. Back to me. You'd have thought if they were going to go for something FPV, they would have gone for a bus, and they could have actually stood a decent chance of putting a camera inside right. the box then. Yeah, it would have been very nice, but they were they've never done FPV. Like Turbo will have no interest. I'm still trying to get him to do an FPV something. Mm. Um and TBS still sell the kit for converting it. Yeah, well it's it's essentially their nano and their little tiny do you remember the tiny nano? Do you remember that? The one that Jesse made, it's, little black thing? Yeah, it's it's a camera that's smaller than anything I've seen on a whoop from the pictures yeah. and so it looks really one. tiny. <laughs> So it come from this drone. This is a tiny little nano. I do remember that. <clears throat> and it's the smaller little... because they took away the gap between the props. On the normal whoop, there's a bit more gap. So the, the camera on this, it, maybe it's just got a different lens, but... Um... So there's a bit more gap in the between the props, and they just took the gap away. Does that make oh, sense to you? Yeah. And there's no gap. And that camera... Is a TBS camera. It's like a little triangle shape. Oh, flyingtech.co.uk do seem to sell it ready to go, or what the is camera it not or the car fitted? Well, it says car fitted with FPV camera. I've got a picture on it though, annoyingly. Really? Yes. Yeah. TBS one twenty eight RC car fitted camera, and it's hundred and thirty though, mind. So maybe they're just fitting it themselves, but. Yeah, it's a bit crazy. They're charging you a hundred quid for the camera because the car's yeah. only fifty quid. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> it's a it's a bit of a rip. But the uh, the the kit is one hundred and ten US dollars from TBS. So I guess they're uh, they think that that amount of labour is a is a fair amount. It's a bit steep. All right, guys, we, should, should we call it there? We've been one hour. Yeah, otherwise the editor will Fine. charge us even more um, yeah. money. Guys, thank you so much. Jen, thank yes. you so much for tuning in. Thanks um, for having me on. Thanks for letting me rabbit it on a bit. Right. No, it's, cool. it's been amazing. Thank you, guys. Uh, thank you to all our Patreons. Thank you, Caroline Taylor, for donation. Thank you for everyone who donated last week and nearly choked me to death. Uh, we, You've been listening to Let's Drone Out. We are Let's Drone Out. Everyone's favourite curry kitten. Goodbye. Shiny video, Stephen. Thank you. Good night. I'm bright until I fly. 
Jem uh, from Joint Junkie. Thanks, sir. And my darling wife, uh, Tone Bonjour. Telemetry lost.